Hello and welcome to another episode of the Football Chat Room. Um, today is just me and Precious. Precious, hello. Yeah, hello everyone. Welcome to today's episode. Glad to be here. Please stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Okay, so today we're discussing Manchester United versus Arsenal, of course. Chelsea versus Liverpool, two very big games in the Premier League. And Ellen Haaland scored his fourth hat-trick for Man City. Was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah it was yesterday. Yeah. Only yesterday. yesterday before the United. Haaland yeah. Haaland got his fourth hat trick from Manchester. Haaland Haaland is now on twenty five league goals. Twenty five league goals. Haaland has surpassed Harry Kane and Hyun Min Son, um, top scorers for last season. Haaland is on twenty five league goals. So, it's all in the podcast. Arsenal just announced the signing of, um. Jacob Quiver. I hope I got his name correctly. So there's a lot of stuff for us to share with you. Um, Everton have sacked Frank Lampard. All of that stuff. We are starting right at the Manchester United game. So, game ended 3-2 in favour of Arsenal. I think they deserved the three points. Apparently, it was very obvious for everyone that saw that game that they deserved the three points. So, we'll just talk a bit on that game. We don't want this to be a long episode. So, let's just get started. United Two Arsenal three at the Emirates. The last time United won at the Emirates, as Wenger was still the manager of Arsenal. So yeah, it's been a really long time, and I had expectations from that game. I don't know. Um, Precious made some points to me about how um, I I don't know how to put this, but um, basically said okay, everything you think you have Arsenal have it, and they play better football. And so for that game, it was just. Basically, the team that wanted it more because um, <laughs> I saw some stuff. Um, no, 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 wait, let me cut in. Right, it was not about the team that wanted it more because we tried to do a comeback. Right, we led, we tried to lead the game, and we tried to do a comeback. But it was clearly that this team was better than ours. You get like, it's not about who wants it more. Like, it helps in some games. You get, but sometimes it's just about who currently plays better as a team, you get. And these people, like, they were entering our box. I think it was a Premier League record, like, the amount of touches that they had in our box in the first half. No, but you get. the point is, with, with, with Ten Hag's Ten post-game press conference, he yeah. basically said that... Um, he basically said that... Basically, all Arsenal's goals were goals that... Were team goals that were worked, even even Saka's long range efforts was yeah. that was worked, and mm-hmm. we we let them work. Do you get? We, I, I mean, you you saw the game against Man City. Are we a better team than City? The answer is no, but we stuck to the game plan and it worked very well. Of course, um, you cannot you, you cannot keep um, a team with that quality out for so long. So yeah, they scored with the only chance they got. And all, but you can see that we still fought to win that game back, and that was the difference. Basically, we're defending and we're not defending well. And Eric obviously highlighted it in his press conference. You you know that uh, the way Arsenal play and the way Manchester play are not are not the same. You get, which is why for United you get. If you check against Man City, we've tried, we've actually gotten, we have a better record over the past, like I think, on three four years. You get against City. 
kind of. I know only won like three times against Pep, right? So mm-hmm. that is because of the way City plays. We are more likely to lose to Liverpool than to City. You get. So the way Arsenal play, Arsenal is more like a combination. If you check the way they play, they don't hold careless possession. It's two, three passes, they try to get into your box. Two, three passes, they try to get into your box. You get. So that is very difficult to defend against. For example, now, somebody like Wambisaka, apart from the him not minding the back post, which has always been a problem in his game, for that Nketiah goal, right? He was excellent because he really, really tried like to defend that right-hand side. You get. But it was as if it's, you know, like it's defending after defending after defending because once they get the ball, they move it really quickly. Like, this is not my that they probably try to pass it around, hold it. Like, it's not the same game you get. And in as much as I believe, like, probably they could have given a little bit more. But from who exactly? Because these players have a ceiling. And we know this clearly. Like, some of them have a ceiling. You get Ericsson for all the amount of creativity that he provides. You cannot get intensity out of him. You get. And we know this. Right? And he's not aging well. You get. He He's good at what he does. But actually, he has never really, like, played central midfield. You get for much of his career, he's always allowed the creative role you get in front of the midfield because of the characteristics that he has. You get he's just like let's say somebody like Ozio, you try to put him in like in a pivot, you get, and then be like, Oh, he did not give enough. You get he's just not that kind of player. Which is why I talked about when we were doing a whole pregame. I was saying, let's find a way and put Fred in midfield. Do you understand? In all of Fred's shortcomings, for you to keep to be able to follow those inside runs you get that Arsenal are going to be making it cannot be Ericsson you get that's why if you check at sometimes it's as if Bruno that is the attacking midfielder sometimes comes so deep to track the ball you get because Ericsson cannot do it do you understand so it looks better when there is Casemiro there you get because Casemiro is a proper defensive midfielder but when you have McTominay, like, what is the expectation you get? And these are the things that I try to highlight, you get, before the game. If we win the game, it's going to be because we just won the game, you get. There is no way that we are going to come to this Arsenal team, you get, that are in better form than us. You get, no matter how good our form is right now, they are in better form, you get. You cannot come here and expect, expect to, to come out with the results, like, not in a logical football way. They have Pate, they have Jaka, like in very good form, playing defensive midfield. They have Zinchenko back and fit. Like that guy was basically everywhere. He was everywhere, just tearing things up for us. You get, and it's just it's just crazy. Like, and they are building depth. You get, like when somebody goes off. Someone can actually come in and they can try to maintain the same brand of football you get that they play, which is also right. But I feel like they've had time to build this team. You get it's probably been the same set of 11 players for about two years now. You get so you can even come and expect more fluidity. You get especially when you took out somebody as important as Casimiro from the team, Jonathan, and expect the same level of fluidity confidence, and 
you, you know for one that even one bisaka is a new addition to that 11 you get mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. not in any way like i wouldn't in any way downplay the performance by united you get because they really tried like the 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 odds we are not like in their favor to win that game to even play the win percentage you get and even goals you will find out that we shouldn't have scored two goals in that game you get it is it's just it, it's a good game kudos to the boys they really tried like but you need to understand that some players are limited you get no amount of you can do this you can do that will make them go out there and win like constantly like 20 games you get they just can't do it and if you look at city like Rodri goes off kevin Phillips comes in you get, and that is why you can see them many years. You get with the squad that they've built, they kind of have options. They can go on a run on the bench, right? Like putting Bernardo Silva and they are talking <laughs> somebody like putting Bernardo Silva, Julian Alvarez. Well, like, and Joao Cancelo is on the bench for City. Joao Cancelo, Kai Walker is on the bench. Somebody that Kai Walker might have come. Right, and they don't even get into the team at City. Like sometimes you get, and this manager has the confidence to like put in. He knows that at least the quality will be replicated. You get there will be a consistency in quality, regardless of who comes in. So I think the boys did a good job. Like we cannot expect to match these people that have had the project to get for like how many years now with Ateta. You get to just come in and in the first in, the first one you get was the first game was so different. They were missing players and they didn't have depth in those areas. You get and not just that you get United really like it was it was we had we had some I don't know some things just went in our favor. You get like the points in the game you score. You get it's. Very, it's easier to like go on and win the game. You get if Arsenal scored first and United scored two, you get would have probably gone on to score like the third goal. You get, but when it goes that way, Omo and I, I don't really know. Like they, they, the four at the back did not really defend like as a unit because those people were like getting into our box. Like they tried individually. You get, but as a unit, yeah, like, that's. That that's the point I was trying to make because basically, yeah. um, Ten Hag basically said in this press conference that as a team we have practiced. I mean, there's I understand that um, um, Eric Ten Hag has been manager for about thirty games, which is really small, and um, it takes time to build these things. But Ten Hag, because the game against Man City was it was it was tactical brilliance in every yeah. in every sense of the term. Do you get? Defending, so we we know how well this team can defend. So um, Ten Hag basically said that, you know, he he he's he's I I don't know, he's almost like Louis Van Gaal, um, in the sense that he he always says there are rules, there's philosophy, all of this stuff, and so he mm. basically said these players did not follow the rules, you know, the rules of defending, and those could have been avoided. That's that's even where I was coming from. Basically, we did not defend as a team. And I'm not even talking about the back four because um, Ten Hag emphasizes on defending. In fact, almost every manager these days... Have you? I want to mention from something. The front. 
Okay. I want to mention something. Have you noticed that Anthony is like almost out of position when defending? We are going to talk about Anthony a bit later. <laughs> exactly, just... because he almost left Juan Bissaka to himself. There were times that we were trying to press Arsenal and Shaka was basically the right back. You get. And Martinelli tracked back. Like, it is, it is just, it's a lot of work. Do you understand? Because the way Ten Hag wants to play, like, that's why I suggested, like, in this game, let's play on the right. Everything in attacking midfield. I, I, I even thought we'll play Fred. Like, even if, I know, I, I know we talk about Mark Fred. Basically, I, I feel like we're going to play Mark Fred because we do not have Casemiro, but I expected Fred to play this game. And I, exactly. feel, I strongly feel that I because strongly feel that if if Fred had played, the results would have been maybe not different, but would have performed better. It was like these guys were just breezing through our midfield. It was so embarrassing at some point in the game, man. Yes, it was basically from their defense to in front of our box. Like that was how the ball kept progressing. You get and it's so clear that everything cannot keep up. Like Playing with McTominay. McTominay is not is not energetic. Like I was talking to one of my friends that is also a United fan. Get and he was talking about McTominay being able to play that role you get for Casemiro. And I was like, McTominay number one does not have like the innate skills required to be like a DM because most of being a DM is reading the game. You get mm-hmm. more than. Even being quick and running around, yes, yes, he's reading the game, which he does not, and he's not quick either. Do you understand? He's not quick to make like to be able to make mistakes, you get, and and recover concentration too. Because most of the times that McTominay wins the ball, it's a foul, you get because of concentration. Do you understand? So, like. I think the selection should could have been better, you get, especially if you want a better team performance. You get it really starts from it really starts from picking the right team, even like people that could play together. I was even yeah. Can you you, you my logic now? I was thinking mm-hmm. even putting Lissandro Martinez in midfield and playing short yeah, me in centre back and Malaysia. Because I so I, I was literally I, I, scared I of Saka. Like even, even Lissandra Martinez and Fred would have performed really well. No, and then, you would need heights now. Because of set pieces and everything, you get basically some kind of aerial ability. You get like, or, or like strength in that midfield area. You get. So I wouldn't play Lissandra Martinez. Them are a bit more of the aggressive side. You get. It's just like saying you want to play like Lissandro Martinez and Rojo. You get, you're going to concede a lot of goals. You get, you need somebody with calmer head. In so who? There, I mean, there's, there's, there's no calmer head for this game. My Tommy is obviously not a calm person. He's not, but he's not nearly as aggressive. Like I mean, movement wise, you get. Fred does not hold it. He relies on his pace to get back into position when. He has been beat. You get so somebody like Lisandro Martinez. Now, if you check, he likes to follow his man. He's the person that follows the striker when a long ball is. You get so if two of them follow somebody, there is going to there's not going to be any midfield. You get so that's why I was saying, okay, like let's try somebody like 
McTominay there with Lethandro Martinez. Do you understand? And mm. I don't even know, like, and in that way, like, two people, like, uh, Martinez kind of creating from deep because we've seen that he can do it. He has a yeah. good pass on him, right? And then allowing the four, you get, to kind of go and do their thing, probably with support from the wing backs, you get. So that's... Bro. The thing is, the manager did but even with his selection, you get he was able to almost get a result. You get so I kind of like to say, yeah, whatever he does, because he has done some things that I did not agree with and it worked. You get so I'm more of like, okay, let's see what he does. And if it works, you get it works. More more reps to him, do you get? So but it wasn't it wasn't like a totally bad game, or you get but like my United fans should tamp like temper their expectations because yeah, I, 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 I was just about to say that. Basically, I, I don't know. I, I mean, la- last season, last season, um, when we were making predictions for these games, and then United fans were saying, um, I, I think I was, <laughs> I was at my, at my barber shop, I, I, was, mm. I, I was cutting my hair, and then it was last season, um, United versus Liverpool. I think the game we lost five 0 and mm. before the game, someone says we are going to win Liverpool, and I'm like, there is no logical reason. For you to say we win Liverpool at this point in our season, because we just don't have the facilities for that. Now I want United fans to know that first of all, I I, I had been saying this. Um, there was there was a point where there was an upheaval for United fans. I don't know why people thought we could win the league this season, and so I basically said, look, nobody wins league. Nobody wins league after 18 games. You know, nobody. Yeah. Nobody gets top four. I mean, we're not even sure of top four, to be honest. Of top four, which is no, the goal. The nobody gets top four it. after 19 games. Do you understand? Yeah. And, and basically, that the manager not, himself has been even saying that this. top four is the goal. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he was... He, he, he basically said... And I, I understand... I'll, I'll just talk on this as I'm going on. But... I wanted us, and people were saying I, I was negative. I was just being realistic. Now, look at United won 20 games last season. We are halfway through this season. And we have won more games than we won last season. That's how bad last season was. That shows how much we've improved this season. Do you, I, United, I, I, I know it's Man United and you want to have high expectations, but you have to come down to reality. You've not won the trophy in six years. First of all, like, Tenard is doing a really good job to keep us in all competitions. And I, 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 saw, I saw the club post something on social media um, about, about traveling twice to London before this. And it's even, I, I, they, were, they were praising the fans, of course. But even the players, the players had to travel to London for the Crystal Palace game, back to Manchester, then to London, and to Manchester. That's four trips in the space of four days. And you still have to train. I really want to appreciate the players on here, first of all. Yeah. And I want United fans to calm down and understand that it's a process. It's a process, we have, indeed. We have and, clearly, and we are seeing it for the first have, time. Yes, we have visibly improved from last season. Like, it's, everybody knows this, even, even rival fans. Now, we, we, play, we played 11 games after the World Cup. We've won nine of those games. We've lost one and we've drawn one. That shows you how much we've improved. Do you understand? And we've, like we've even advanced so on the Premier process. League table. Though. Yeah. 
you know, and it's it, it's a process. And we are the only team in four competitions, you know, increasing our chances of winning a trophy, which will be a very great season for the players. And the players know this. So, fans, please calm down. Thank you so much. And on Anthony, <laughs> I don't want this to be too long because there's a game. Fulham versus Tottenham is by 9.15. And it's already 8.54. Yeah, so we'll just run Anthony like I, I think he needs like he needs to be to be coached like personally and to think that he's somebody that has played in Ten Hag system before. You get I would expect I would expect him to be kind of a leader. You get kind of somebody that marshals the team and be like, he wants you to be here, he wants you to be there. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. But if you mm-hmm. Be happy being subbed. Okay, so sorry for that. Um, so just before the precious, can you talk, 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 talk? Yeah, we're we're talking about with Anthony right now, and in a way, like it's not like a reason to kind of panic right now, but it's. Firstly, needs improvement because we have expectations you get from a player of that of that kind of quality, right? At least expected. So, and as somebody that has played in this system before, I was kind of expecting that he would um, be a kind of conductor for the team and say, okay, this is how the manager wants you to play. This is where he wants you to play. This the kind of runs. Jonas, man, like he should mm-hmm. he shouldn't be somebody that should be adjusting. He should be somebody that should be helping adjust others. But, you know, we, we can all agree that the Premier League is... I mean, we've had this conversation a lot of times. The Premier League is a different league. Yeah, like, and I was trying to also point out the fact that even though, like, Salah is smaller, like, small, smaller than other players in, rela- in relation to other players, he's actually very strong. Do you understand? And mm-hmm. something that I've noticed is that Players actually be, can become more direct when they become stronger. You get like they are, they, are, they can actually like they can the box. You get especially the Premier League is so different in the sense that you cannot just get by with just three three. You get like you need to be able to to take some contact. You get because some of the things that are allowed in the Premier League are not allowed in other leagues. You get. And all that, and it's obviously more running. You get they they need your attention more on defense because everybody has to defend. You get anyway. So, so just so just so we don't push this for too long, um, yeah. we we'll just get into Chelsea versus Liverpool, and the talking point in that game was Modric's debut. That's that was the talking point for everybody. Um, I I feel like I, you know, we talked about Arsenal. I feel like it would have fit so very well. Into Arsenal's team, like Definitely. I mean, Martinelli did not have a good game yesterday, and I was just thinking, man, Modric here, Modric here. I mean, Trossard came on and did that beautiful stuff for the third goal. But throughout the game, when I watched Martinelli on that left side, I was just thinking what Modric could have done because I watched I watched his debut against Liverpool, and he did not make one wrong decision. Every exactly. time he had the ball, he made the right decision. 
I think he would need to develop, but the signs, like the natural instincts yeah. that he has, like they are very good, especially under a manager like Potter. You get for all, I think, um, is it my Toma? He's getting now, you get like that's mm-hmm. under Potter that it all began. You get so I feel like he will do well under Potter, like somebody that will own his game, especially if. If he comes with the mentality of you know trying to learn, you get, I think he would improve. And he's actually like very direct, which is something that we were just talking about. Like when you get the ball, it's always nice as a winger, like to be direct, you can cause problems that way. You get so let's it is one to watch out for definitely. I think yeah, so let's just move on to Ellen Haaland. But Haaland I think has... it will take a bit of time to be yeah. talking justified hundred million. So let's just give him time. I normally to introduce us to his game. <laughs> yeah. I don't even I don't even focus on the price, you know. Like because these days the, the market is crazy and I've always said even before Anthony and before a lot of players that players do not decide their price tags. And so we should be a little bit more reasonable with players when it's just players. Yeah, it's not, it's not about the players, though, play. but it's about the investment. Because these players, whether you like it or not, they are investments. And how you grade an investment is in returns you get. So mm-hmm. no, 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 like, no negativity towards the player. It's more of did the club make a good decision? You get, is it the good buy? You get it's not really on the player, it's on the club. You get because every investment is judged based on returns. So you can't say, Oh, you had a good investment when there are no good returns. So that's basically the, the topic here. Is it going to be a good investment or hopefully it will come good? Like not even driver. <laughs> 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 anyway, that, that's an entirely different conversation. It's 13 minutes to the sports game. Um, just random news. Um, Chelsea have reignited their interest in Enzo Fernandez. This is according to Record Portugal. Um, I think I trust that source a bit. So, yeah, could just take that. Chelsea uh, <laughs> owner should come and cut so for United. What is all this? Chelsea. <laughs> Serious, I from what we hear, Chelsea are also serious about signing Moise Caicedo. That's another one. Um, Chelsea have Chelsea have made contacts for Malogusto. Malogusto is a right back, that right back, sorry, that plays for Olympic Lyon. Yeah, and I I actually think Chelsea need a right back because Rich James is very unreliable and they are basically playing as Pilicueta in that position. Yeah, and they've also they've played Taloba there. Also, Chaloba yeah. Ch- Chaloba went off in the game against Liverpool with an injury, so you can you, you can actually see the importance of this one. Yeah, it makes sense. Anyway, um, Chelsea also signed on the Madrid game, but Chelsea signed on Madrid. Chelsea have signed a lot of players, and, and <laughs> a lot, a lot of a lot of players. <laughs> uh, the the um. Martin Zegler, I hope I get his name correctly, he, he wrote an article for the Times Sports that UEFA want to introduce a contract a contract length cap of five years. You know? Yeah, because um, 
these Chelsea signings are signing long-term contracts basically to evade financial fair play. And it's working. I saw some stuff about um, Chelsea finding a loophole in FFP rules and, of course, taking advantage of that. So, UFR now wants to place a cap on contract length for players to five years, <laughs> which is funny because United wants to extend Ganacho's contracts by six years. They have well, because currently, like, anything you pay for a player, you can spread it out across the length of their contract. Yeah. So, they've been able to do that. So, there's that. And um, I think that we've talked about a lot of other things. Um, just just for fun. My fantasy Premier League has been really looking good. I have Hurricane and Perisic. I hope they deliver. <laughs> 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 I hope it works out, though. For Tottenham, but they are also arrival. I don't know. Let's for full harm. Yeah, I definitely. Feel, I I, I think he like Pereira and I I like Pereira. I like I like I like um I like and uh, what's his name um Palinha. Yeah, I I love Palinha. Like I can't wait for him to get like a big move because I think he he just he just like you know tries to do his job very well and I like that it's not too much talk. Get it's just about getting to business. Yeah, I like I like the guy. Yeah, and so um, and of course Mitrovic. I <laughs> I I was not familiar with his game, so basically he he scored forty goals in the championship, and you know he's done this before and come to the PL and and scored a handful goals, and so that's what I expected. But yeah, good luck to him. I I, I really don't mind full hand winning. I just want Hurricane to score. So that's why I think we're done for today. <laughs> I think we're done for this talk. There's also this uh-huh. talk that I heard about Hurricane, like yeah, signing a new contract. Yeah, but you know his contract his is contract next year. Yeah. yeah, I I heard some talk that that we we almost missed that Hurricane renewing his contract at Tottenham. I don't know, and yeah, I I, I want us to have this conversation. And that was on because... thing. like that's David Ons thing. Yes, it is. So it's actually like it's actually Very noteworthy news. Mm-hmm. So I I I want us to have this conversation. Um, on my WhatsApp status, I think it was two days ago, I posted that I do not want Hurricane at the club because of his age. I don't know if um I'm overthinking or I'm not seeing things the way other people are seeing things. But come on, this guy is going to be thirty towards the end of the year. He's currently twenty nine. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Do, is do like, you think we should sign Hurricane? Yeah, he's a good player. We should always sign good players. I think he's he's a finisher. He's he can you know, he can score goals. There are there are good players and there are good signings. Do you understand? You may make yeah. a signing now and it may not be yeah, a good but, player but at the for our review, but he will be a good signing. Like. For a whole rebuild kind of thing, somebody that's going to be here for years, you get. I would mm-hmm. say Osimhen, but I don't even know if Osimhen is going to be here for years. I think he might want to go to Real Madrid eventually, and I think he's that kind of player. He would want to go somewhere else, especially if he can play at a top level for a long time. Get, I but, think he but, would you know, you know, um, Osimhen can give you five years. And still goes to Real Madrid and be yeah, that's the thing now. You cannot you cannot get like how would you feel if you work on his game? You get 
and make him all that. And when he's now in his peak, just like Ronaldo did, you get he now goes to give it all to Real Madrid. And you're then you're just money for it. it. Whether you get money or not, you get we need we need a squad that is going to be here and consistent like a whole class of players okay, so that are going to is, give us is, their prime. Is Hurricane that guy? Hurricane no, no, no. Bad. I'm not even saying that. I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm saying for a Hurricane because I don't think he wants another rebuild because he has been trying to rebuild Tottenham yeah. since. He, he basically yeah. wants a trophy, man. Just release that guy for goodness sake. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but so... Whatever his motivations are, I think probably they're, they're good and honest. Yeah, basically... I, I feel like every player would want to go to Real Madrid eventually. I mean, I, I, I respect the club a lot. I think they are football royalty in every sense of the word. So, no matter who you sign, one day they want to go to Just mm. very few players. Like, but we're I, able to hold on to people like schools and for a long time, like, probably for yeah, a while, uh, as long as they're mm-hmm. to, like, Roy but, King. But you know, like, um, these... These players are going to be the like probably like Victor Zimmerman is 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 twenty one years old or twenty two years old, and in my opinion he's he's, he's I I who Haaland Lewandowski Mbappe Osimhen four he's the fourth best striker in the world currently. It's, it's inevitable. Like Ronaldo was probably the best player in the world at the time. Yeah, he was when he went to Madrid. You know, these players Paul Scholes was like. He was not the best player in the world. All respect to him. I mean, he was he was among the best mid- midfielders in the world. But these guys are the best players in all positions. You get based on how how we look at players. You know, the the, the forwards will always take more glory because goals win the games. So that's the way I see. I I, I really don't mind Osimhen coming in and giving us five years or six. We'll see, Sha. But I want like I just want an era of success. Yeah. Get at the club. I think that's enough for now. Shall make we go watch ball? <laughs> yeah, make we go. Make precious go watch ball because I have exams. <laughs> I have exams every day this week. So yeah, bye. Thank you for staying tuned. Uh, thanks everyone. Have a wonderful week. Bye bye.